faith, growth, and love. beautiful people welcome to illuminate podcast my name is Mfonido and i am the host for illuminate with m shall we do a mood check today or it's not necessary um i'm feeling hmm it's a night time and i was looking forward to taking coffee because is because coffee is nice <laughs> Well, I guess I didn't need the coffee to stay up late. It's currently 1.36 a.m. And I can't wait to have you all listen to this episode. I'm just listening to it and I'm smiling. I hope you enjoy it as well. How are you? Let me know how you are feeling currently. You can send me an email at helloillinates.m at gmail.com or send me an Instagram DM at illuminatewithm. So today's episode is actually a continuation of last week's episode. Um, so last week I mentioned I will be talking about fear and anxiety. Last week I talked about fear and so today's episode is about anxiety okay so you guys i just wanted to talk about um an experience i had earlier in the year this i think this was about this was in may (laughs) so look at what happened it was close to my nyse passing out and i was already scared because i wasn't sure if i was going to get certificate or I was not going to get certificate and I had to just do everything that I needed to do in case I get the certificate so the whole pass out thing and I was going from Songotedo right to Yanapaja every day for a week see look at I know that there are people that are doing this thing but please I beg God I beg no <laughs> If I leave the house by 7, <laughs> I get there by 1 o'clock on average. She gets. And then coming back home, I have to stay till the end. So coming back home, I was coming back home by like 9, 10 p.m. It was the most ridiculous thing because I was tired. I was like... and. I had to still there's still work I had to do, right? There's some tasks that I had to do at work. And I also needed to take the original plan was that okay, once my NYS is done, I take a leave of like seven days, seven working days, right? So that was going to get me there was like some public holidays, so that was going to fetch me um, almost two weeks of not going to work. And I was excited, looking forward to it. And Guess what happened? Towards the ending of the NYSE thing, my boss came and told me, okay, we're no longer going to be remote come July. So you have to look for a house. So you have to give me feedback on on this. So that means I had to start looking for a house. 
Firstly, I had to focus on the NYC store. The one of the days that I was coming back, it was really late, around 10 p.m. Entering the estate that I stay, you know, rain had really fallen and the place was flooded. So I had to tread to, you know, spirit lead me where my faith is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters. That's what I was saying. I was walking upon the waters. <laughs> I can't even begin to explain how I felt that day. I you know, I couldn't tell if I was angry or I was sad. I didn't know what the emotion was. I didn't know how to feel because I, I, I couldn't even be angry. Because should I feel exhaustion? <laughs> should I feel exhaustion? Should I feel sad? Should I feel angry? Should I cry? I didn't know what to do. So I just slept. <laughs> That was the best thing I could do. Because what? God gives his beloved sleep. Oh my God. Long story short, I did not get my NYC certificate after the suffering I suffered. In fact, the day I went for passing out, they now told me, oh, the certificate is not yet good to NYC secretariat on Wednesday. I sure did not get the certificate eventually. Fast forward to the actual leave period. I became scared. In fact, what I actually felt in that time was anxiety because I did not know how the whole situation was going to turn out when I started searching for a house. I had to be... <laughs> I was mostly looking online, asking different agents, different agents. Some of them were even rude to you. They were like, ah, you don't get money. They look for house. <laughs> because when I... In fact, some of them were hear me because... When I ask questions like, oh, can I pay in batches? Can I pay per six months? Can I pay per four months? You get, don't we be answering anymore? Let me tell you, looking for a house in this Lagos is really the ghetto. It's really the ghetto because all I needed was to find a place where I don't have to suffer this, the traffic at Aja. Not many people may know Aja, but usually at that place, there they're like there's thick traffic thick in the sense that this traffic la- <laughs> this traffic lasts anywhere from one hour to infinity you can be stuck in agile traffic for up to five hours in a place that should have taken you like five minutes to pass you'll be stuck there for five hours that's how crazy it is so the idea is that if i go past where that traffic is it takes a shorter time to get to where the actual office is located and all i had to do was just move past the, like move past the traffic and so that was the intention the, also i did not want to completely leave the island and go to the mainland because i wanted to continue in the church that i go to because i had found community there and i did not want to leave that community because community is extremely important and i did not want to pass that up i was thinking hmm, how do i do it because if i go all the way to mainland i lose coming back to coming to church here even that's possible right the place i stay and the people i have met i wouldn't be able to really commune with them so i was like okay that's really a dilemma for me another problem was finding a place that was secured another problem was <laughs> i'm smiling though, but at that time it was not it was not even a funny thing at all because another problem was 
getting a house that made sense at least let me be able to cook in the house one two let the kitchen area not be disgusting you get three let the bathroom be reasonable to some extent at least you get the room i can always easily fix up the room but once those other places are it's like real ew <laughs> house agents they have mind because they will take you to one very very nasty looking place and they'll now call a ridiculous amount of money so the gist is that in areas like Leki, Ikate, hopefully all of you that <laughs> listen to this are able to relate to these areas, right? Okay. Anyways, Leki and Ikate are places in Lagos that that have affluent people living there, right? And I think part of the reasons why those places are even more expensive because they were filled up and they were planned basically so the houses in that area are more expensive so looking for a place since it was just me that was looking for a place i just needed a place that i could just come back sleep you know do my business and you know go i didn't need any extravagant thing i just needed my as i said my security reasonable bathroom reasonable kitchen right and what else yes i think that was about it okay yeah and light because <laughs> light is important and hmm sexy searching for this thing should we should almost be basic almost be ba- in fact they should be basic it, it was like as if i was searching for luxury and I found a boys' quarter that seemed to almost make sense. In fact, that was like the best option I had. And the offer was like what? 2.2 point two million. And do you know how much I had in my savings? Nothing. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> god, I, it, it, I was literally clowning that period. You see, all that literally remained for me to do is just go and buy red afro wig. Eh? Or is it green afro week? <laughs> Buy green afro week, right? And, you know, just... I have, already have white powder in the house. There's red lipstick. So, everything else was... The only thing that was remaining was just to buy green afro week. And voila. God. So, house hunting was the ghetto because... Even some places I visited, they were... Oh, one place I visited was looking at see They were doing occultic business in the house because i don't know what the drawings on the wall was or i don't and you see the kitchen i could you see i couldn't even stretch my hand in the kitchen that's how terrible the kitchen and they will call it kitchen some places don't even have kitchen things that really scared me were where do i even get money if i even find a place where do i even get money for transport and to even leave and if i take a loan how am i going to pay back that loan do i even need to take a loan where do i get the money from there were a lot of things i I was also thinking hmm can i actually live alone i don't have any issue living alone right because i'm a big girl but you know i've heard stories of people living alone and how their neighbors you know do this or do that and it was kind of scary it was was, i was i was getting really anxious because the whole situation was just turning on you so I spent the whole time worrying about what will happen. 
And eventually, do you know how I, what I did was, I said, okay, since it wants to be like this, I decided to draw out the plan. And I devised the plan. Got my spreadsheets, put this one here. What do I have? This is what I have. <laughs> oh my God. Do you know, I, I still have the spreadsheet of what I did. And it's interesting what I did, actually. I decided to map out possible, I decided to map out my inflow. How do I get money? So I decided to map out current inflow of money. So it was like my current job and I had, uh, I was taking lessons for a child. And so those were my current inflow. And so I, div- I divided my inflow or pos- and possible inflow of money. What am I currently, the money I currently get. I also created a different category of potential inflow of money. So these were skills I already have and I could monetize, which were things like I used to do research writing and I used to crochet. That one was like, it takes time, but I also crochet, right? So those two were also potential inflow of money. Um, Another potential inflow of money was taking um, home lesson so i mapped all of this out current inflow potential inflow final result in, inflow of money <laughs> so i mapped that out then the next thing i did was to schedule my monthly spending weekly so i broke it down to weekly spending then monthly spending then quarterly spending and then the whole year right the idea is that if i could if I get if I could get through one year, I could get through the next year. That's the idea behind all of this, right? And so I broke down the spending and all of that. And even I even created allowance for what do they call it now? What do they call it? Miscellaneous. There, there was no emergency fund though, but there was miscellaneous, which could I think could serve as emergency fund and also final results could also serve as emergency fund but you know the funny thing is that quite all right i was really anxious but towards the ending at some point i just realized that hmm, now why am i even like why am i even breaking my head like why because i was really overwhelmed i felt overwhelmed because I didn't know how this thing was going to turn out. I didn't even know if my plan was foolproof, right? And eventually I realized that hmm, if I do have to move out, I know that God is going to have my back, right? As I already said, I made a plan. I noticed that after I made that plan, I felt very, I felt better, a bit right not completely but it helped a great deal so let's say if i was 100 percent anxious after i made a plan it was like 70 percent of the burden had gone because it helped me figure out where i was at what i needed to get to where i wanted to go to right and it helped it helped take away the the vagueness of it all it helped take away the things that i was scared that could possibly happen like <laughs> not even having to not having money to get food and things like that so 
making the plan took away the vagueness of it all, right? And I also prayed about it. I prayed that God should help me figure this out, help me find a place. And I actually defined a place, which is the place I told you that was like two million. Because I had a plan on how to go about the payment. I could have made it work. The only difference, the only thing that actually stopped me from moving out and into the apartment was because can you imagine that eventually we did not even like we're still remote do you get eventually we did not even begin physical office and then i called my boss one day i asked i was asking him a question and he was like ah it's not in june that we are moving oh it's not in june that we are coming remote he now said it's in july and it's tentative so can you imagine all through the month of may i was boggling my mind trying to figure out a way i could move into a whole new apartment in june right when we were tentatively resuming physical office in july can you imagine so i said that to say that sometimes right the fear that we sense or the dangers that we perceive more often than not they actually do not even exist <laughs> like they actually do not even exist that's where the crazy part is and what's more if they actually do exist we find that we actually even have the resources to overcome them anxiety can be tricky right because you do not even know what you're scared of. And so, the best way to attack anxiety is to know that you do not even have to be scared. How do I put this? Are you ever in a dark room, right? And you're staying in the dark room with someone you trust, like let's say an older sibling. Or a parent you don't feel scared because you know if anything comes your sister or parent will fight for you they'll protect you so you're not scared you're comfortable in fact you're just in and laughing you feel comfortable in that situation if you are someone who has accepted Christ that means you have the creator of the universe living inside you if you realize that the creator of the universe is living inside of you then you shouldn't feel anxious what that means is that whatever it is that you're going to face you cannot overcome it i mean even jesus tells us that in this world, we're going to face tribulations and trials. But we should be of good cheer because he has overcome the world. Good cheer, that means we should be happy, constantly rejoicing. We shouldn't let these feelings get to us, right? Because he has overcome the world. That means we actually do know the outcome of every situation. So we are not left in the dark. We know the outcome. Okay, this is going to happen. I'm going to triumph. That's, what, that's how it is. That's what's going to happen. Whatever the situation is, we are going to triumph. So we already know what the outcome is. So we, we are not we're not going to be scared of a possible bad outcome because we know that we have a constant good outcome. I hope this makes sense to you. 
but it's making sense to me as I'm explaining, right? So, yeah, there is a constant. Our constant K is the triumph. That's why we shouldn't even be wondering, oh my God, will I succeed? Will I not succeed? Or what could possibly happen to me? I learned from my pastor, right? My pastor is Pastor Emmanuel Iren. There are three ways God protects us. He protects us either by averting the situation, right? Or we go through the situation and the situation doesn't affect us. And the final one is we go through the situation and we become stronger. And we are becoming stronger for for the future assignments that we have, for the things that we have to do in the future. Even then, sometimes fear isn't actually entirely bad. Because, you see, fear is good because it protects us and it warns us of possible danger and allows us to act right. But now, the issue with this fear mechanism is that our brain cannot differentiate between good and bad risk. So once it senses danger or a risk it sends a signal you see when you gym when if you go to the gym right the first day you can only lift 5 kg if you lift that 5 kg continuously over time you'll find out that that 5 kg becomes light so to actually build up your muscle you will have to increase the weight that you lift so once the 5 kg is becoming life, you move on to 10 kg. And that's how you move on to 20 kg, you move on to 30 kg, and you move on to 50 kg. And that's the same way it is with overcoming situations. When we are able to overcome the smallest situations, right, we find out that over time, we are, we are overcoming bigger situations that we didn't even think that we could possibly handle. So, I'm just going to leave you with a small challenge. What is that thing that seems so small that you're scared of doing, that you avoid doing because of, for any reason whatsoever? If you can do that, then you'll see that over time, continuously keeping at it. It doesn't even have to be anything so extravagant, right? Just something so small. Let's say you go out and you see people, you're scared of talking to people. Why don't you try talking to one person per time? Make it such that every time you go out, you talk to at least one person. And then you find out that with over time, you're talking to two people, you're talking to three people, and you're talking to more people. And that's the same way you can translate this into other situations. Okay, that's it for today's episode. I have put together a playlist for you. If you're using Spotify, you're lucky because I have already created a Spotify playlist. But not to worry, if you're not using Spotify, I have created a list of the songs and it's up on Instagram. I'll leave all the necessary details in the description box so you can check it out. Bye-bye!